0: Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe.
1: She's Molly Birdbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Ted's Kitchen Kids.
0: And she is Mitzi, an oven mitt, my right-hand gal, and co-host of the show. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together.
1: Still get stars in my eyes every time you say co-host, Molly. Co-host. Whee! Co-host. Stars! We've got a great episode for you all today. We'll start things off with a tasty test in pressing questions.
0: Then we're ending vegetable oil week with something wacky in our wild card.
1: Golly molly, vegetable oil is right up there on top of my list of most interesting ingredients. Same with sugar, salt, eggs, and, well, every other ingredient we've ever covered on the show.
0: Speaking of, let's go to our theme song so we can get started with today's episode.
1: Tastes good. Ooh. Ooh, that's salty.
0: Mystery recipe. All right, Mitzi, it's Friday. You know what that means?
1: It's time for pressing questions. And let me tell you, we found a great question we get to answer this week. Well,
0: then let's get to it.
1: Right. Pressing Questions, listeners, is a segment where we answer a question from a young chef using science. Each week, we go through our emails and voicemails and find a question that we can conduct a science experiment to answer. And then Molly will call up some kid recipe testers to try it out.
0: Exactly. Don't forget that this season, we've decided the Recipe Lab is any space where food and fun collide. It's any place where young chefs can explore the amazing and interesting science behind so much of what we cook, bake, and eat.
1: So then, the Recipe Lab can be in all our young chefs' kitchens at home. That's why we want everyone at home to try these experiments and experience the science yourself. Here's how it works. We're going to talk to a few kid recipe testers in their homes and go step by step through each part of the experiment in our episode. And when we're done and our experiment is over, we encourage all of you to recreate the science for yourselves in your own recipe labs. And don't forget to tell us how it went. I'll go through everything you send us. We're so excited to hear from you. Alright, should we get started with today's question, Molly?
2: Ready
0: when you are.
1: Let's hear it!
2: Why does my mom have so many different types of oils in the kitchen? There's olive oil, vegetable oil, sesame oil. When do you
0: use each kind? Perfect question, Mitzi. I think this calls for a taste test. In order to understand when you use each kind of oil, let's first find out what they taste like.
1: Um, should we remind our listeners what a taste test is, Molly?
0: Good idea, Mitzi. Care to do the honors?
1: Sure! Sure! A taste test is when you taste two or more different versions of the same thing and compare them. In this case, we'll taste three kinds of oil and talk about how they're different and how they're the same. Nicely said,
0: Mitzi. Listeners, here's what you'll need if you want to try this experiment at home. One teaspoon of each of these three oils. Extra virgin olive oil. Toasted sesame oil. Vegetable oil. Something to use as a blindfold, like a bandana, scarf, or a sleep mask. Three small bowls. And one adult. Or a recipe lab assistant.
1: And an oven mitt!
0: Actually, not this week, Mitzi. We aren't going to be doing any cooking. We'd also recommend having a glass of water and a few plain crackers or a slice of bread on hand. I'll explain why a bit later. All right. Mitzi, I'm going to call up Henry and Miles and walk through our experiment. Think you can try and stay quiet while I'm on the call?
1: Yes. No singing this time, I promise. Thank you for this question.
0: We're going to be working with Henry and Miles. I talk to them over the computer. Henry and Miles, can you guys introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Henry,
2: and I'm going into seventh grade.
0: Hi, I'm Miles, and I'm going into fourth grade. Awesome. So glad to be doing this experiment with you guys. Today, we are going to practice being professional taste testers. So in order to do that, we're going to focus a lot on flavor. How would you guys describe what the word flavor means? I would think that the word flavor means how something tastes. Me too. I think it's just how the thing tastes that you eat. That is a really good answer. And you almost have it totally. Flavor is about both taste and smell, actually. So when you guys are tasting, you're going to want to use both your sense of taste in your mouth and smell from your nose. Those together equal flavor. All right, so before we get started, we're going to make a prediction. Today, we're tasting sesame oil, vegetable oil, and olive oil. Out of these three, which one do you guys think will have the most flavor and which will have the least amount of flavor? I think that sesame oil will have the most
2: flavor because I don't really know why, but I just think that. I think vegetable oil oil will have the least amount of flavor, and then sesame oil will have the most.
0: Awesome. And why why do you think vegetable oil will have the least?
2: Well, I've tasted it before, and it doesn't really taste like vegetables. It just tastes like water, kind of.
0: So you guys both think that olive oil is just in the middle of those two in terms of flavor. I mean, I think that. Me too. Okay. Well, let's see. So now is when your recipe lab assistant will come into play. I see him waving. Perfect. Um, So... You're going to ask someone with you, in this case, your dad, to help you set up the taste test for you. That way, you won't know which oil is which. And this will help keep the results
1: totally unbiased. Unbiased? Ugh, sorry to interrupt, but some of our listeners, and me, might not know what that word means. That's okay, Mitzi. Unbiased.
0: That means unaffected by your preferences. Got it? Do you really?
1: No, not quite. So, for example, I love
0: sesame bagels. And so since they are my favorite, I may be more inclined to like sesame oil just because of the name. But if I don't know which oil is which, my deep and unwavering love for sesame bagels will be less likely to affect the outcome of the taste test.
1: Got it. Also, noted about the bagels. I'll keep that in mind for our next office party.
0: Great. Now, back to the experiment. All right. So, are you guys ready to start the taste test? I am. Yes. Blindfolds on, so no one can see anything about the, the oils in front of you. It's all going to be a surprise. Yep. And your recipe lab assistant has placed the oils in little tasting bowls that you can't see. We don't know what order. Yep. All right, so let's try sample number one. Remember to give it a little bit of a sniff, then take a tiny little sip, swish it around in your mouth, see how it tastes, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. I tasted it. Huh. All right, what do you guys think? It's really, really strong. Strong, like strong smelling, strong tasting. The aftertaste is... Oh, I, I see you desperate for water over there. <laughs> it's a strong taste. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's, it's really strong. Spicy. Spicy. Okay. What else did you guys taste? Um, I taste that it is kind of olivey. I think it's probably olive oil. Okay, that's a good guess. Me too. Okay, so two votes for olive oil for sample number one. On a scale of one to five, how strong did you think the flavor of that oil was? One being weak and five being strong. I think it was a four.
2: Me too, a four.
0: Two fours for sample number one. Awesome. Now, before we try our next sample, let's take a moment to cleanse our palate.
1: Well, all right, but maybe we should stretch first. Do you know what cleanse your palate means? Of course not. Of course not. I know I'm not supposed to interrupt you, but what does this mean?
0: Your palate is made up of all the parts of your mouth that contribute to your tasting experience. That's mostly your tongue, but also includes your lips and the sides, roof, and back of your mouth. A palate cleanser is something that helps clear your mouth of the flavor of whatever you just tasted. It gives your palate a kind of reset before you taste the next item.
1: Ah, gotcha, gotcha. No stretching required. Let's cleanse those palates. Go, Molly, go.
0: Thanks, Mitzi. So those crackers in that water will be your palate cleanser. Take a bite of cracker and maybe swish some water around in your mouth to get all of the taste of sample one out. Ready for the next oil?
1: Ready! Right, right. You're on a call, I forgot. I'm sorry, Molly, I know you're on a call.
0: All right, let's try sample two. First step is to smell the oil and think about what that smells like. Then try a small taste. Can you tell me about the flavor of this sample? Sample number two. That
2: was vegetable oil. Oh, yeah. It was really, 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 really weak. It just tasted like uh, harder, oily water.
0: Harder, oily water. Ooh. It just tastes like water. Just like water? So it, did it feel different in your mouth than sample number one? Uh, It felt lighter, or if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think it felt
2: lighter, and it was, like, less rough.
0: It was, like, smoother. Great. Those are really good observations. So on a scale of 1 to 5, 1 being weak and 5 being strong, how strong of a flavor did this sample have? I think that one got a 1. 1. Okay. You guys are in agreement. So let's cleanse your palates with some water and a bite of cracker.
2: These crackers are so good.
0: All right, now we've got one sample left. Go ahead and try sample number three. First step is to smell, and then try a small taste. What do you think? Sesame oil. Sesame oil? Why, what did it taste like?
2: It didn't taste like much, but it was just a weird, sharp taste. It was, I don't know how to explain it. It was a weird taste.
0: A sharp taste. Okay. Henry, what did you think?
2: It tasted like sesame seeds, so it's probably sesame oil.
0: On a scale of of one to five, one being weak and five being strong, what kind of flavor did this oil have? I think it was a two. I would say three. Three? So it wasn't as flavorful as sample one, but definitely more flavorful than sample two. Yes. Yes, it was. Matt, do you want to do the big reveal of which oil is which?
2: My name is Matt. I am the recipe lab assistant for today. I'm also their father. The very first oil was olive oil. Yes, I got
0: it right. You guys were right.
2: The second oil was vegetable oil.
0: Nailed it.
2: And the third oil was sesame oil.
0: Yay, we got them all right. (laughs) You were... Excellent guessers! You are professional taste testers. Nothing got by you. That was awesome. So, now we know which was which, let's talk a bit about when to use each. Sound good? Yes! I'll tell you all about it right after this word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. Hey, grownups. If there's one thing we simply cannot have enough of in my house, it is snacks. Snacks. That's why Kroger's ship service is so great. You can browse snacks and other stuff online and get it shipped right to your house. It's fast and easy, and your order will arrive in as little as one to three days. My daughter Olive was pretty impressed. What's in there? Can you pull it out? (gasps) What do you think all those are? Gummies. Do you think this is maybe the largest box of gummies you've ever seen? Yeah. What else is in the box? soft. Learn more at Kroger.com and get the yummiest snacks shipped directly to your doorstep. My colleague Susanna McFerrin is the executive food editor at America's Test Kitchen Kids, which means that she's cooked alongside scores of kids at work. But she also cooks a lot at home with her family. Susanna and her 10-year-old daughter, Chloe, gave Opinel's Le Petit Chef's Knife a try. Okay, Chloe, let's mince some herbs. First, you want to wash the herbs and pick the leaves from the stem. And then you want to do a rocking, pivoting motion. Nice, across the herbs. So how did that feel, Chloe, to mince the herbs? Did you feel more safe using the knife?
2: Yes, especially because of the ring hole for my finger.
0: So do you think you're gonna help me cook dinner more often now? Well. Maybe. Opinel created Le Petite Chef's knife to give kids a tool to cook alongside their parents and eventually independently in the kitchen. It's about tools, not toys. Learn more at opinel-usa.com/backslash Le Petite Chef. That's L-E-P-E-T-I-T-E-C-H-E-F. And we're back. So now to the science. Yeah, so what do you guys think? Based on the flavor of olive oil, when do you think you would use it in cooking? I would think you would use it to top stuff and
2: for bread. I would say you would use um, vegetable oil for to put into a dish, not for the flavor, but for the texture. You could also put all three of the oils in Salad dressing, but I think I use olive oil most frequently in salad
0: dressing. Those are all really good guesses. There are so many different kinds of oils because we use them for different things. Some oils, like extra virgin olive oil or toasted sesame oil, have flavors that you can really notice, right? Those oils are used as ingredients that add to the taste and flavor of a dish. So we use them in ways and in dishes that their flavors complement or make better. Olive oil is made from olives. You can cook with olive oil, and lots of people do, but extra virgin olive oil is most often used without cooking it. That's because when you cook olive oil, it loses a lot of its flavor. But if you use it without cooking it, you can still get that nice grassy taste. That means using it as a dip for bread, which you might have seen in a restaurant, using it to drizzle over a finished dish like a pasta, or even in salad dressings, like a vinaigrette.
1: Oh, I love dipping warm bread in olive oil at a restaurant.
0: Right? There's nothing better. Now, toasted sesame oil is made from sesame seeds that were toasted to bring out their flavor before being pressed to collect their oil. It is similar to olive oil in that if you cook it for too long, it loses its flavor. But just a teaspoon or two adds a burst of toasty, nutty, roasted flavor to finished dishes, from meats and vegetables to salads and stir-fries. You can add it at the end of cooking or incorporate it into a sauce.
1: Ah, so olive oil and toasted sesame oils are both often used uncooked?
0: That's right, Mitzi. They have big flavors that we don't want to lose through the heat of cooking.
1: Well, there you have it.
0: Actually, they can be tricky to cook with for another reason as well. They also have something called a low smoke point. The smoke point is the temperature at which the oil begins to get super smoky. For cooking, the higher the smoke point, the better, because it means that you can get your food very hot without making a smoky mess of your kitchen and adding unappealing smoky flavors to your foods.
1: I also have a low smoke point. Give me two things to do at the same time and smoke starts coming out my ears.
0: Toasted sesame oil and extra virgin olive oil both have low smoke points. They start to smoke when they get just a little hot. Another reason to use them uncooked.
1: Well, there you have it. Now, it's safe to say One last
0: thing, actually. There's also something to be said about where the ingredients that make these oils come from. Different ingredients come from different parts of the world, and so are commonly used in those areas' cuisines. Like how olives are originally from the Mediterranean. Think Italy, Greece, Turkey, Spain, and can often be found in Italian cuisine and recipes.
1: So then, what about vegetable oil?
0: Good question, Mitzi. Vegetable oil was the most different out of the ones we tested because it really didn't have much flavor, right? Vegetable oil is great for a lot of things, but it's used most often for pan frying or deep frying. It has a very high smoke point, which means it can get really hot before getting all smoky, making it a great oil for cooking. And it doesn't have much flavor, so it can be a good way to cook or deep fry something without adding any unappetizing flavors. That's why vegetable oil is most often used to make fried foods like french fries, samosas, or fried chicken.
1: Ah, so the lack of taste and the fact that it can get very hot without smoking makes it good for pan frying and deep frying.
0: Exactly. Those are some of the reasons why there are so many different kinds of oils in the grocery store. We were really just scratching the oily surface here. There are a ton of different kinds of oil we didn't even talk about yet
1: which is why those grocery store aisles are just magical and overwhelming places. Ah, I could get lost in those options for days.
0: Same for me, Mitzi. Well, that's all the time we have for pressing questions today. Thank you guys so much for being such amazing taste testers for us. It was so much fun to have you.
2: Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for letting us eat all these
0: different types of oils. (laughs) Sounds great. Thanks, guys.
1: And there you have it. Molly, wow. Once again, I just, I can't. I really can't.
0: Couldn't have done it without our kid recipe testers. And listeners, if you want to try this experiment at home, remember to tell us how it went. Grown ups, you can reach us at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com.
1: Well, that sounds like the end of pressing questions for today.
0: It is indeed. Coming up next is our wildcard segment. This week, we're. Oh, actually, I guess we have another word from our sponsors?
1: Really? I thought. Didn't we do that already?
0: I mean, that's just what the script says. I. Chad? Chad, is this right? Well, I guess here's another word from our sponsors.
3: Life just seems too full these days. Can't seem to find any calm. Is everything out of ten when you want it out of four? Well, I'd like to introduce you to... Vegetable oil. Okay. Vegetable oil is just so boring. It's the neutral, tasteless, unexciting addition you need for every stressful situation. You name it, and vegetable oil can make it completely unexciting. Family dinner getting loud and complicated? I don't even think they get the facts. And don't get me started on the figures, I
2: am- Hey. Hi. Hi. Excuse me? Is that- Oh. Uh. Um, shh. Maybe a little quiet? Can we quieter?
3: Shh. I guess it's not that important. I just- Let's just sit here and eat quietly. That sounds nice, doesn't it? Okay. Arguing with your friends about what game to play?
0: Yahtzee. Scrabble. Yahtzee.
2: Scrabble. Hey, just, just don't.
0: Okay.
2: Don't. Don't play any game. Okay. Let's just not play any game.
1: Okay.
3: Is your friend trying to be the center of attention at your birthday party?
1: I can do tons of cartwheels! I can do
2: them with my eyes closed even! I- Hey. 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 It's not your birthday. Okay.
3: Vegetable oil is just boring. It's the perfect way to resolve any situation without conflict or fighting. Order your vegetable oil today by calling 1-800-
2: Hey, hey, hey.
3: Uh... Hey.
2: I think maybe
1: this ad is over. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Wow. That was, uh, what was that?
0: I really have no idea. But anyway, that's the end of vegetable oil week.
1: And what a week it was. We learned all about how canola oil got its name and why oils and vinegars and vinaigrette separate. And the difference between different types of oils and when to use them. Yes
0: to all of that. We'll be back next week to talk about another brand new ingredient.
1: And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? So far, we've talked about eggs and vegetable oil, but I might need some more clues before I can guess.
0: True, you'll have to tune in next week. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. Until then, keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I'm a bottle of Heinz tomato ketchup. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a cupcake. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a salty sweet chocolate chip cookie. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's the cherry on top. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a fizzy drink. Our post-production supervisor is Gen Margolis, an artichoke. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also broccoli. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a garden-grown green zebra tomato. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, assistant editor, Katie O'Hara, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, test cook andrea Vavjen, and test cook cassandra loftlin this episode featured the voices of kira o'sullivan baron bass brianna maya and alex masaros thanks again to our sponsors kroger driscoll's and opinel mystery recipe is a production of america's test kitchen kits
1: i'm taking home all this extra vegetable oil now that the week's over thank you hope nobody minds let's fry up some jello oliver
0: Hi grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. back.